Hello and welcome to the 155th episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles, speaking, pronunciation, expressions, spelling, phrasal verbs. This is where you come to practice your English and particularly improve your listening comprehension. That's what you're doing right now. So, if you listened to the previous episode, we were talking about my trip down Route 66. And I spoke about the history of Route 66 in the previous episode. So before you listen to this episode, listen to the previous episode where I talk about the route that runs from Chicago to Los Angeles, the Mother Road, as it was dubbed by John Steinbeck. So let's pick up where we left off. Please repeat, let's pick up where we left off. To pick up where you left off means to resume or to start again from the last point where you had previously stopped. And by the way, be careful with the verb to resume. How do you spell resume? R-E-S-U-M-E. To resume means to pick up where you left off. It means to start something again from the last point where you had previously stopped. Okay? Some of you might see that verb as a false friend or a false cognate to resume. Anyway, let's look at some of the highlights from my trip down Route 66. And why do I say down Route 66 instead of on Route 66? It's just an informal way of talking about road tripping. Yeah, we were traveling down the road. I was driving down Route 66, okay? Anyway, let's take a look at some of our highlights from the trip. And by the way, what is a highlight? It's a significant event. It's a very interesting detail, a highlight. So we started the trip in Chicago, and as I mentioned in the previous podcast, we stopped in St. Louis, Missouri. And one of the highlights from that stop was Lafayette Square. Lafayette Square, which is a neighborhood in one of the oldest parts of St. Louis. It's really beautiful. It has French-style houses. And when it was developed in St. Louis, it was one of the most fashionable places to live. Lafayette Square and the beautiful park called Lafayette Park. Of course, another highlight in St. Louis is the Gateway Arch. The Gateway Arch is a monument. It's really cool. It's 192 meters tall, and it is called the Gateway to the West. And it was designed by a famous architect named Eero Saarinen. And then after St. Louis, we traveled to Joplin, Missouri, where we spent the night. And the following day, we passed through Cherokee Nation in Venita, Oklahoma. And we also stopped in Tulsa, Oklahoma to have lunch. And we also stopped in Oklahoma City, where we took a nice stroll through the Bricktown District. Please repeat, we took a stroll through the Bricktown District. We took a stroll. To take a stroll, what does that mean? Well, to take a stroll is to take a leisurely walk. It reminds me of the word stroller. What's a stroller and how do you spell it? Well, the word is spelled S-T-R-O-L-L-E-R. A stroller is like this little carriage where you put a small child in so that you can push him or her around. I think in the UK they refer to them as prams. Anyway, so we spent the night in Clinton, Oklahoma. 
that night. And the next morning, we found a really cool coffee shop called Casual Coffee Roasters. Casual. Now, remember how we pronounce the word casual. How do you spell casual? C-A-S-U-A-L. Please repeat. C-A-S-U-A-L. So I love coffee. And of course, we stopped in the casual coffee shop or the coffee roaster. And what did I buy? I bought a bag of beans. Please repeat. What did I buy? I bought a bag of beans. Yeah, I bought a bag of beans for grinding. Please repeat. I bought a bag of beans for grinding. I bought a bag of beans for grinding. What's the verb in that sentence? To grind. Here's the million dollar question. How do you conjugate the verb to grind? It's irregular, right? Grind, ground, ground. So what does to grind mean? Well, in this case, we're talking about coffee beans. And many of us, most of us probably purchase ground coffee, coffee that has already been reduced to a powder or small fragments, right? When you buy coffee, it has already been ground and you put the coffee in your coffee maker and you make coffee. Now, some of us, in my case, I like to grind the beans, which means to put the beans in a grinder and I grind the beans and I reduce the beans into small pieces and that's what grinding is. So anyway, I bought a bag of beans for grinding at the Casual Coffee Roasters in Clinton, Oklahoma. And then after that, we got in the car, we got in the car, and we drove to Amarillo. Yes, that's how we pronounce the name of the city in Texas, Amarillo. And what was our mission in Amarillo? Our mission was to find a good barbecue restaurant. And we did. We found a wonderful barbecue restaurant called Tyler's, and that's where we had lunch. So after lunch, we continued our road trip down Route 66, and we drove to, by the way, drove, 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 drove. What's the infinitive of drove? Drive, of course. So we drove to Tucumcari. I love that name, Tucumcari. And we spent the fourth night in Tucumcari. And I have to admit, I ate the best biscuits and gravy in Tucumcari. Biscuits and gravy. It is a popular breakfast dish in the United States. Now, remember how we pronounce biscuit. Biscuit. The problem is it's spelled B-I-S-C-U-I-T. Okay, but don't worry about that. Just say biscuit. But the question here is, what are biscuits and gravy? Okay, this is a really delicious, popular breakfast dish in the U.S. And it consists of soft biscuits covered with white gravy. Now, gravy comes from pork sausage. It's like the sauce or the drippings of cooked pork sausage. And you mix that with flour and milk, and you make gravy. Now, what's a biscuit? A biscuit is baked bread with a firm exterior and a soft, crumbly interior. And again, the British call it a scone. Mm, It's similar to a scone, but we call them biscuits. And the reason why I say be careful with that, it's simply because what the British call biscuits in the United States, we call cookies. (laughs) Anyway, Tucumcari for me, the highlight of Tucumcari, was the breakfast and the biscuits and gravy were absolutely delicious.
The reason why I loved Tucumcari was not only the breakfast, of course, but the old rundown motels. The old rundown motels from the golden age of Route 66. Now, I'm talking about the old rundown motels. That's a really interesting adjective. It's spelled run, and there's a hyphen, down. Run, hyphen, down. Run down. If something is run down, it means it's in poor condition. It's in terrible shape. It needs to be repaired. And of course, as you can imagine, the motels along Route 66 are old, they're dilapidated, and they are run down. And in Tucumcari, there are tons of old, run-down motels from the golden age of Route 66. And some of them are still operating. Very cool. My favorite rundown motel in Tucumcari was a motel called the Blue Swallow. What's a swallow? A swallow is a bird. It's a bird with pointed wings and a tail with two points. And the bird flies very quickly and it catches insects to eat as it flies. Of course, it's spelled the same way as the verb to swallow. In other words, what you do with food after you chew it, you swallow it. That brings us to the end of this segment. There will be more, of course. We haven't finished the trip, but I appreciate you tuning in to listen to this. As usual, please go back and repeat and write down the new words, write down the new expressions, and go out and start using what you learn in these podcasts to really consolidate your English. Thanks again. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.